been searching for that something? Welcome, my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey y'all, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. Mercedes here for episode 127. We are in a new year, so I'm very aware that my intro and outro are very outdated, but rather than getting too worried about that, (laughs) I wanted to just let you know I am still here, not so new to podcasting, but still loving it and excited for another year. I don't, don't know where you're at with your excitement for 2023. But I think I'm ready to, you know, look forward. Um, I've done quite a bit of reflecting. So today I wanted to touch base with you. We are in the midst of the 12 days of Christmas over in the group. And um, I've been doing this for a few years. And I just love that idea between Christmas and the day of Epiphany uh, where we reflect a little bit more. We just kind of spend a little more time just kind of being in the moment. And so today I called the episode The Road to Epiphany. And um, it's just that time of year where everything can get a little bit funky and beautiful all at once. I mean, I guess we could say that about any time. But what I'm noticing is this New Year's resolution um, era. And there's a lot of opinions about it. I I personally, uh, you know, I have varying opinions. But um, a lot of people are having major reactions, uh, like boycotting it, you know, type thing, or saying, you know, pr- professing publicly their resolutions and getting a little bit of backlash for it. The thing I've been noticing is word of the year. Some people just love it. Uh, and some people act like they don't want to, you know, conform to just one word. Me, I have a hard time with one word, but I do like the concept of having something to focus on. And so I think that's kind of where I land when it comes to all of these things. It's like if it works for you and it gives you an area of focus, an area where you like a, a like in your brain, in your thoughts, where you can be like, this is what I'm wanting. And then you're going forth and living into that in your way. Then I say I'm all for it. Then I feel like the people who are kind of poo-pooing it um, aren't getting it or getting you. So wherever you stand, um, you know, I feel like the all or nothing thinking is not is not working for me at least. So um, yeah, find out where you're at in that. Like think out, think about what you want. Um, I do kind of like those tangible things that help bookmark um, the era. And um, you know, it, I mean, really, regardless of where you land on all these things, uh, it's kind of the time of year where something does happen within us. Most of us can feel that like undeniable, unexplainable, like pull to look forward as we flip over the calendar. Uh, I was talking to my husband about it and he, he didn't seem to have any indication that that was uh, something for him. But some of our conversations, I think, you know, we're looking ahead even to the calendar, like what we're going to be putting on that this year. Um, And so 
even if you're not setting or declaring resolutions, um, it's one of the time of year where you're looking forward to kind of see what you want next. And I feel like that's okay. That's something that is needed, right? So, you know, today we're not talking all about New Year's resolutions, but we're in the state, in the place where that stuff is churning about. And um, I love to, like I said, you know, talk about the journey of the Magi in this time of year. Uh, In my Christian faith, it was a huge part of it. But I didn't really learn a ton about it. I didn't, I didn't focus on the Magi as much as I focused on some of the other things growing up. And so the last few years have been fun because it's kind of been a great way to look at the journey of these people. We don't, we think there's three, right? Who journeyed from afar um, through all the ads and, um, you know, they made it, they made it all the way to Jesus. Um, And so there's certain parts of the story, you know, that I, um, that I don't probably have completely accurate. I just want to say this is not a theology or biblical podcast episode. So (laughs) I'm trying to overthink that piece of it. And I hope that you're just along for the ride with me just to get a a gist of kind of the the idea of that. Um, They're on a journey. Their destination was to meet Jesus. And they call that the day of epiphany. Uh, And it was quite a journey where, you know, they came from a different culture, a different faith and, you know, headed over. So of course, I did a little research because, you know, I like to do that for episodes. And of course, epiphany can mean manifestation or appearance or something's revealed. I think the the, the way that I have learned it more is, um, is the revelation part, right? Like, oh, I had an epiphany. It's like an aha moment. And so I love that word. But in this context, it's kind of like the manifestation or appearance, the revelation of Jesus. And so, yeah, they literally have traveled afar to to live that out, that manifestation. And so, yeah, I just, I love that context because I think this is a side note, but sometimes the word manifestation gets really, can be seem really secular, but in this sense, it's really spiritual. And I really like that. So yeah, you might be asking like, okay, where is she going with this? Um, but Today is kind of one of those like post-holiday rambles, and that's where I'm at. So what does this have to do with the new year and how we plan to proceed? And might I add, living the unhurried life I've been talking about so much. Well, you know me, I love making connections. And um, I just feel like in this part of the journey um, that it's it's just kind of going to be fun to look at like, what can we learn from the wise men in their journey? What can we learn about them moving into that new phase, that new era? And what can we learn about them, you know, um, just doing it their way? You know, that's really, really big for me is living life our way, which I'm saying in general is unhurried and, you know, going forth. So anyway, I just thought of, of course, because we're on the 12 days of Christmas, 12 things that um, I learned as I was kind of reflecting and I would love to share with you because I really think we can we can take some of these. I would listen for a few that really stand out to you. And even if you need to come back and listen to this part again, um, just to see like um, what stands out, what what you might learn on your journey, because we're on a journey together. Okay. So first of all, they prepared, right? They were known to be astrologers, astronomers, and they were probably planning for this, noticing this for a very long time. And so putting that into our own life, you know, preparing for something is 
good and beneficial most of the time. I think that's where these resolutions come in. People think they're preparing for the year. And in preparation, as you know, I love looking back and then looking forward, um, reflecting what worked, what didn't, uh, and then, you know, looking forward to see what's going to happen. So they're preparing and they prepared for a long time before they actually left. So if you're in the, if you're in the stage of preparation, um, keep going with it because you, you want that deep uh, foundational piece to get, get moving, right? Okay, second, they experienced resistance, I'm assuming within themselves and around them, but yet they did it anyway. From what I would gather, they probably were thought of as being a little bit crazy or a little bit out of the norm, right? Like, you want to do what? You're going to go where? And it's going to take how long? And so, you know, they, a, lot of the, a lot of the hero's journeys in the Bible is these these people are experiencing resistance, either within, the fight within, or the fight around them. So taking that into our own lives, um, we can have that happen, right? I have a lot of resistance within myself uh, when I'm when I'm trying something new or doing something different. So in this season of epiphany, of revelation, allow yourself to acknowledge this resistance, where it's coming from, um, if it's from yourself or from others, this might be where people pleasing comes in. And just see like what would happen if some of that got pushed aside, right? Third, they looked for the signs. You know, I love looking for God winks or signs. And before I thought, oh, that's just kind of a pie in the sky thing. But the more I look, the more I like t- take the time to like stop and, and notice, I really do notice the signs. And I also notice things that are take some time to prepare for it evolve. So like, a couple years ago, planted some seeds, and now in my life, they're coming to fruition. That's my example. I'm curious what yours would be. Uh, and the signs are just saying, oh, yeah, like, it was so worth planting those seeds back then, taking that time. And when you think about the wise men, I mean, they yeah, I mean, they had, to, they did prepare. And as they went, they were looking for the signs. I mean, they're literally following a star, right? Fourth, they didn't have all the answers. They probably didn't have all the answers before they set forth. I take that as being, let's proceed even though we don't know how it's going to go, the full outcome, that's where faith and trust come in. So having faith and trust, we can learn from them. Five, um, they seem to be kind of quite intentional. Like I think of that slow and steady, like they, they took off and they just, you know, slow and steady. I think if they did have the camels, like, you know, plodding along or however they move (laughs) and they even had, they had stops. I mean, they even had stop where the king tried to get all the information out of them. And so it was quite the journey, but with intentionality, slowing down a bit, but continuing to move forward, uh, they made progress. They reached their goal, their destination, and we can too. Number six, they trusted. They This is something I think that has been huge, like looking around and seeing is trust is hard to come by. Trusting ourselves, trusting others, and they trusted God, a God that they probably didn't know a lot about or, you know, didn't, you know, didn't profess to believe in fully, uh, that they trusted the, the process, they trusted the journey. And so I'm just inviting you to trust in your journey in 2023. Um, and, and allow for trust to come in, finding people and places and events that, that just nourish that and uh, feed that in you. Number seven, they also knew who or what they couldn't trust. Okay, so this is discernment, right? Like there is trustworthiness, but there's also discernment where it might not be great for us. And that's the example of when the king was trying to, 
you know, get the information from them so he could kill all of the babies. And, uh, you know, they, they just, they left. They're like, let's get out of here. We know our time is done. Um, and so for us, knowing, knowing what is best for us and what we can trust, that's a really important muscle for us to grow, um, within ourselves. And then eight, they kept going. They had perseverance. They had some tenacity. I'm sure they just kept going. It didn't say the pace fully, but I mean, they, it says potentially depending on how you interpret a couple years later, they found Jesus. And so I think sometimes when I set an intention or I create a dream board or something, I don't think, oh, it might take two years for this to happen. I want this to happen today. Um, but it can take that long. And like I was saying earlier, when I reflect back two years, it's like, oh my goodness. Like I've had a, a lot of those epiphanies, a lot of those moments where it's like, oh, this is what it means to plant these seeds and then let it grow even for years. Um, and as we get older, of course, we have the benefit of that. Uh, but it's something that worth really worth looking at. And number nine, they were not late. There was no expectation of them being there at a certain time. There was no pace they had to keep. It was just they had their journey and they went on it. We try to set these paces for ourselves. We try to set these expectations. And what happens then is if we don't achieve it, then we quit or we say we quit, but we retry again or whatever you want to call it. We get in the cycle of something that keeps us from where we think we need to be. So if we're thinking there's no time frame or no, for, for, for some goals, there's going to be time frames. Like when you have these tangible goals for, you know, you want to make money in your business or you're, you know, you want to get all these recipes done for this picnic. That's an interesting example, but you know, then you do have those. But when it comes to the general, like living our life, the way that we're designed to live, there's really no um, full on due date. There's really no destination that we have to get to by a certain time. And when we try to, we only struggle more. Um, and so they weren't late. You're not late. Uh, you can make decisions throughout this next year that help move you forward, but maybe from a place that's not so pressured. Sounds good to me. Number 10, they did receive the biggest gift at, of all at the end. So I think it wasn't an end for them, right? They had more of the journey left after they met Jesus, but they they kept going and they were able to bask in that reward or that um, just beauty of what they were hoping for. And they, they left on faith, right? And they had a lot of trust. They didn't know for sure they would, I mean, I would be, if I were them, I wouldn't know for sure if I would find Jesus at the end. But by arriving at the destination, finding him, know, confirming that what they believed was true, um, that must have been a beautiful day for them. And in our own lives, it's the same kind of thing, like allowing for those things to grow slowly and continuing to take steps forward um, and measuring it differently, right? <laughs> measuring what we think the ending is going to need to be for us to feel like we received the perfect gift. Um, number 11, their timing was perfect for them. It was divine timing, right? They arrived when God knew they would and when they needed to. They had arrived... I believe, if I'm correct, again, that, you know, in time to let them know about the king's plan. And, you know, Jesus by that time was at that age. And so I feel like, of course, everything is connected and everything can be divine timing. A lot of the times, though, we don't think 
our timing is perfect. We mm-hmm. think we should hurry. It's usually we haven't gone quick enough. Uh, I don't know many people who said, oh, I went too slow and it was great. But, um, <laughs> you know, for 2023, how can we allow for divine timing and then acknowledging that it is perfect timing for us? And then the last one, 12, um, their lives were changed, right? And their the experience that they had created a lasting ripple effect. And so we can learn from them that our life as we evolve and grow will change and allowing ourselves to experience these things will create that lasting ripple effect that we want. Uh, I, I just love talking to women about how we care for ourselves, how we're there for ourselves. It's not selfish. It's not us putting ourselves before our faith or before God. It's, it's just, it's allowing ourselves to have that ripple effect. Um, we can experience life from a perspective if we're really like taking care of ourselves. Um, so, you know, I love to learn from others. I mean, I listen to podcasts, read books, do all this stuff. I love being inspired by them. And so I kind of just thought it was cool today to talk about like, okay, going into 2023, we don't need the standard New Year's resolutions, but we want something. Um, if it looks more standard to you, it works for a lot of people. That's why they keep talking about it. If it doesn't, you know, think about, hmm, how can I go into this new year really intentional? And um, what three things from the Wiseman's journey, whether you believe in their journey or not, we can learn from anyone's stories, right? Um, I, of course, believe wholeheartedly that they had a beautiful and hard, difficult journey that was a big part of their life. And I just think that we can learn a lot from that. And so I just kind of wrote out what I felt like I was learning to put into my life and wanted to share to put into your lives. Um, And I'm always, you know, I'm always loving the idea of the journey because we are on a journey in this life. And um, as you know, I've been talking a lot about my new membership coming up. And it's interesting because I'm not one to really promote or market in a way that I feel like is, you know, like some of these companies out there who (laughs) they're smooth, right? But I just want to keep talking about it because this will be the first season of The Unhurried Life. And, you know, I will be offering it next season, of course, but this is this season special because it's the first uh, and it's, I think I've joined a lot of things in the beginning uh, with uh, people I know well. So if you're listening, you're like, oh, I feel like I know Mercedes pretty well. This, this probably would be a good time to join because I'm going to go slow and grow <laughs> it with you. And um, the Unhurried Life, I mean, I will put the link in the comments, but the, the gist of it all is I, I feel like when I think about it. Uh, and I want to tell people the nutshell version. It, it's, it's just kind of like a place for us to go where we can get that self-care more consistently than we that we need, that we can like slow down ourselves, our nervous systems, our brains, and have just some of those resources that we want without having to Google all the time. But also the opportunity to have community with some of the events I'm planning, the monthly teachings that will be recorded, and just some of the tools and tips and all that that will be inside of there. Pairing that with my my physical spaces um, at Into the Woods and, you know, the ability to use some of those um, bonusing in something for that or, you know, having a special membership rate. I really want to create that ability for women in the community or even outside the community. Some have said they're going to come travel to experience it for the day, for a weekend um, with their families uh, and whatnot. So, wanted to just extend that invitation to you again as we are opening the doors and you'll see the sales page link. Um, you can always direct message me with any questions 
It's pretty likely that some of you will be invited or have been already if you're listening and you know me well. I'm sending out some personal invitations just because I think this is a great space for a lot of people to hang out with, right? Other practitioners, coaches, therapists, nurses, (laughs) teachers, police officers, all, all sorts of us who love to give to others and really would benefit from, you know, nourishing ourselves a little bit with other like-minded, like-hearted women. So that's my, that's my nutshell. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episodes. Remember, um, the road to epiphany does not look the same for everybody. Uh, I can guarantee the three wise men had three different accounts of it. I do think that would be a great making of a movie. I love it when they tell the story from different vantage points or a book. Uh, But anyway, that's another story. So I hope you enjoy your day and I will be back again to talk with you again next week. Podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.